Hi guys, welcome to another episode of my Friends with Wheels podcast. Today I have the pleasure of talking with Ashley Kowan D'Ambrosio of Crypt Riot, which is an organization that talks about, you know, issues in the disability community and activism and all sorts of stuff. Um, I'm excited to get to know her and a little bit of her work and like what she does at Crip Riot to really talk about issues in the disability community and sort of get the word out there about those issues and just like dive into some of, you know, the work that she does to really um, advocate for people with disabilities. I hope you tune in for this episode and um, I hope you will learn a lot about what Cripri is and sort of the things that they do. Um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoy. Sounds good. Okay. So, uh, again, thank you so much for taking the time to do this podcast. And tell me a little bit about you sort of your background and how you got started with Crip Riot. Yeah, so I was a disabled person, probably from birth. I was a very neurodivergent little kid, but really didn't have um, anything around disability identity until much, much later in my life. Um, I dropped out of high school because my, my high school wouldn't follow my Section 504 plan. But when I came to the University of Washington, I didn't identify as disabled. So my journey to finding disability identity was really delayed. And part of that is that there is a gap in, I think, exposure to crip culture and to disabled culture that I was very, very fortunate. The University of Washington has this very rich disability culture that was able to fill that and to kind of bring me into my own understanding of self. And so through my time at the university, we did, I worked with a lot of other disabled people to do activist work, to educate the, the campus about the lack of access. And we started something called the F stairs or fuck stairs campaign to a campaign where people pledge to only use accessible pathways. It's a, it's a show of solidarity and allyship. Um, and also really a way to bring attention to the lack of access that, uh, folks experience on the day today at the university. And so the pledge lasts for about two weeks to a month, depending on the year. And it was really impactful. We heard that the University of Washington tours, for example, um, many of the people didn't know the accessible routes. And so we were getting reports that folks would actively avoid taking disabled people, like visibly avoid taking a disabled person in their tour because they didn't know the route. So one of the years we got UW tours to participate and it was just one, one small example of the impact that it can have as an empathy exercise. So it was created by disabled people, um, really both for disabled people to kind of rally around, yeah, fuck this, um, but also as a way to, to get others rallied around the mission. But we realized that they're really needed to be, this campaign is needed everywhere. It's needed beyond the university. And frankly, disability exposure to disability identity development and culture should not only happen in higher education spaces. So Crip Riot was created to both enable, you know, the upstairs campaign to be something national. And it was also created to spread, you know, Crip stories and Crip pride to the world. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, pretty cool things there. Um, so if I could just, if you could just unpack a little bit about, you know, what sort of things you do at Crip Riot? It's a great question. So some of what we do is create um, products and like clothing and stickers and things, expressions of disability pride so that people can really feel free to express themselves around their identity. The other thing that we're, we've done before is to partner with other organizations to do events um, where we're educating either their organization about disability pride or we're putting on a workshop around DEI, things like that. Um, we also, what we're working on right now is trying to create a remote uh, space, like a virtual cultural space for disabled people to find each other. So we're working on getting a discord up and running and they're going to be launching that in the coming months um, to kind of take all of these things that this community that we built during our time at university and, you know, make it more accessible to the world and, and create a space for, you know, disabled folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, if I could just ask, like, how do you go about addressing issues in the disability community? How do you sort of document that? What are some of the things that you sort of do? Do you like make videos or do you like create campaigns? What's sort of the deal with that? We, we want to do media production. We want to invest more in media production. We've written a couple blog posts here and there, a couple of Instagram posts, but the reality is Media production, while it's definitely where we're going to go going forward, it hasn't been what we've been doing the last year. We've been prioritizing, you know, trying to really understand supply chain, <laughs> you know, issues. I mean, we're a bunch of disabled activists trying to, you know, run a expressions and clothing store. So that took a lot of time to like do and learn. And now we're kind of gearing up for what we really think is the next phase based on all the community feedback we've been hearing, which is that we wanna hear more disabled stories. We wanna find, you know, we wanna see more spaces for disabled people to find themselves and to find each other and to find disability pride. And we wanna foster that and create that space. And, you know, we're also looking forward to using our platform to amplify disabled stories and are always looking for folks that want to, um, to write for us or to, um, you know, to, to escalate stories that they think need to be heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, who are some of the stakeholders that you sort of are partnered with in sort, in order to like get, get the word out there about, you know, you know, in the disability community, you know, talking about issues, do you like partner with like organizations in Washington state or like what sort of the people involved in your effort? To most of the, the effort that we've been doing has been to disabled influencers and people across the, the country and across actually the world at this point. So people that have uh, created really meaningful platforms to elevate the issues that matter to disabled people. We also, through our, our, um, our team members, we know of many people throughout the Seattle area that are doing meaningful work, um, most of which we're connected through our higher ed uh, efforts, but um, you know we've we're always looking for for new community partners that want to do events or want to promote disability pride. So uh, folks shouldn't hesitate to reach out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. It's really important to get sort of an involvement, especially with people, and like get them involved actively and participate. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. um, so like what. If my last question is like, what can, cause I know there's like a lot of stigma 
around disability and sort of things like ableism and whatnot. But like, what can you guys like do to sort of tackle the stigma around disability? Because I would imagine you would have to tackle it head on. Like, the, it's kind of what we're trying to do. I I think what we part of the reason we created Crip Riot is that the way that that disability was framed was very charity model, very, um, you know, oh, those poor disabled people, we need to, you know, support them and do what we can to help them because they're so helpless. Um, that's me um, trying to emulate the kind of BS that disabled people experience on a regular basis. But it's part of the reason why, like, we wanted something that really spoke to the rather, um, crass and out there unapologetic aspects of disability culture, which we had seen kind of, you know, cre was created with disabled people kind of all together. Um, and this kind of apologetic in your face riot, if you will, is part of what we wanted to do with Crip Riot, which wasn't, we're not, you know, your mom's disability activist effort. We are really intended to be something that's much more relevant and much, much more unapologetic than I think a lot of movements in the past. So our way of combating the stigma is to really create expressions of disability pride that to say that really empower disabled people and leave disabled people feeling like they're a part of something bigger. Yeah, that I think it's really important. Um, especially like including people with disabilities in sort of the conversation and around issues mm -hmm. around disability advocacy and stuff like that. Um, I think they're an important part of, you know, these discussions. All right, guys, that does it for today's episode of my Friends with Wheels podcast. Today, I had the pleasure of talking with Ashley Kawan D'Ambrosio of Crip Riot, and I got to learn a little bit about her organization and sort of what she does in the disability community to really help out and advocate for people with disabilities in a variety of ways. It's so insightful and it's so um, inspiring to like get to know that work that she does um, in the disability community. I really learned a lot of things and I truly appreciate it. Anyway, I hope you tune in for more episodes of my Friends with Wheels podcast, uh, which will be coming up very soon. Till then, have a nice day. Bye, everybody.